everybody. It's Gay back again. I have finally, in my journey at the moment of healing, been able to do a script, something that resonates with me uh, very, very often. And during this recovery, um, or partial recovery, it seemed to be that most books I picked up seem to have some mention of what I'm going to do with this script. It obviously is something that resonates with me. So if there's things that keep showing up in your life or you see them in books or outside or anything like that, take note and uh, see if you can tap into that. And I think I had said before that this is, I call it Secret Garden because that is somewhere I always wished I would find. Excuse me if my throat plays up a bit. It's hot and dry here. So let's use this to just sit back, relax, go to sleep, whatever, whatever you need to do to let some time pass by for your body to just be your body doing what it needs to do for you. So come join me now to a secret garden. As I said, this thought has always fascinated me since I was young, probably from the book and television series. How nice now it is to imagine a journey through a secret garden. Of course, it's a completely enclosed by a very rustic, tall brick wall. Moss, all sorts of things overgrown the wall and probably bushes and things on the outside that disguises the wall. So that's why we don't know why the garden is behind it. And as it's hidden by brambles, there's an arched old wood gate. Visualise that now with black iron hinges. The latch is rusty and creaky. And in our relax relaxation escape, escape, we can visualise all the magic and mystery behind that gate. Slow down now. Take this moment. It may be all you need to regenerate. Sometimes all we need is a moment to know where we need to go next. No need for thoughts. All will come to you naturally if you let it. That's the key. We don't very often let things come naturally. If you're resting now in your cosy, comfy bed, or anywhere you are, let go of all things. We don't get far when we drag so much behind us. So see with me now a massive door. As we approach, it's made of huge, weird-shaped panels of oak, studded with iron nails, bounded with great iron bars. We reach out to the latch and lift it. It creaks and groans. What beautiful scenes are behind the door. 
the door slowly gives way. We peek through the opening space. As this gateway to the secret garden opens, we start to drift into a light sleep. As you relax more and more, the door opens wider, allowing a view of strained, silent, overgrown paths, alcoves, huge flowerings now with just dead flowers, flower borders and beds overgrown, all trying to burst free and breathe. Does this secret garden want to keep its secrets or even share them? It is as if this new interaction, as the door opens slightly more, it spurs a transformation. Hope, maybe. A breath of new life into that dormant waiting guard. The door stays ajar enough to just squeeze through. You are now sinking into a deeper rest, a deeper peace and quietness. As you walk into the secret garden, you're completely at ease. It's a sleeping R&R, rest, recuperation or relaxation. You are in the most beautiful, mysterious place. A place that you can only imagine in your thoughts. To discover a real secret garden, it would involve lots of work. It is so much more pleasant to see and visit these places in your mind, to imagine exactly what you wish, tapered just for you. High walls, shut in by that secret door, a place that invites you to explore, a curtain of climbing ivy, so thick it's matted together, covered in clumps of brambles that if watered would bear fruit. As we walk into the garden, that curtain of dry creepers gives way. The sea before you, standard rose bushes that look like little trees, sad, neglected heaps of brown leaves that would be rose bushes. Climbing roses so out of control they've rung them up along the garden walls, long tendrils that swing down, just like threadbare curtains, they creep from tree to tree, creating fragile bridges. A small army of satiny poppies dance in the breeze. They have lived in this garden for years. Here and there, sharp little points sticking up, trying to push through the overgrowth. An arbour of trees to one side of you. An area in that secret garden made from trees and vines and plants, all trained into sides and a roof. Beyond is an arch of gnarly wood, leading to a pond. Light sparkles through the heavy wilderness. 
advantage of nature. You see a weather vane, a rusty rooster on top. Why? Because their tail is the perfect shape to catch the wind. Old and shabby now. See an old crumbling bench, a plaque on the back, completely unreadable now. Up comes an earthy, flowery fragrance that lulls you into a deeper sleep. Your body feels so tired, drowsy. Every breath you take is allowing all outside thoughts and sounds to drift passively out of your mind. As the clouds thin above the secret garden, the sun emerges to give you an illuminated view of the entire space. And with that light comes a sprinkle of rain, refreshing you and the garden. See in your mind the garden come to life as it would have been in some other time. Yellow and white spring bulbs would soon be giving way to maybe rich blue cornflowers. Purple lilacs, these delicate pale pink flowers on a woody stem, the colour that blushes deeper towards the centre of the blooms. Beyond high banks of tangled jungle, Creepers, bramble and bracken, like a living dust sheet, covers the expanse of that garden. A glimpse of creamy yellow proved to be a clump of primroses. The smothering blanket of weeds might hide more purple and cream struggling to breathe. A narrow, gritty path forging its way past a ruined arch. And that side brick wall crumbling through thick and thorny stems, trying vainly to stop the slow destruction of that wall. Below, a small patch of flowered violets. The scent of flowers, the pungent sap, the smell of the earth it's, is exhilarating. New life is trying to thrust through everywhere. Late daffodils growing along the wildflowers. Fighting each other for space. A riot of colours humming with these. A huge old apple tree. Maybe a rockery, shrubbery, gnarled trunks and roots of low boughs covering secret dells of bluebells. The garden at times hidden by a magic veil, a lost world, an enchanted sleep, just waiting to be woken. It has survived a century of storms and still clings on to a magnet. Still clings on to the majesty it was.
a lost world, an enchanted laurel grove, veiled from sight. I would like to believe this garden has an ancient fairy forest. It may be sleeping, but with some loving care and the magic of spring, the life inside those tiny seeds will be healthier and stronger. All the pedestals and statues will cleared of their rambling vine prison, a beautiful gazebo, dormant and quiet, dreaming of untold pleasure to all who pass by. What was this secret garden's life before? What has it seen? We maybe see a grotto, a niche in the rocks, and inside sits a lonely garden, a magical place maybe to generations to go and tell stories to, or just to rest. These enchanted grounds and overgrown gardens can be revived again, transformed. But maybe if that did happen, then the garden would cease to be a secret. This closed-in garden, undisturbed and at peace. I think I would like it to stay as it is, untouched by anything except a rambling rose, a place that we can visit any time in our mind, for any length of time, and visualise it in any way. Don't worry. If you're drifting in and out of consciousness right now, just come and go. What matters is you're at peace and experiencing quiet beauty. It may be the only time you give yourself to rest, just to have quality rest. It's powerful. We all need a place to retire in our mind, to find peace. And what more special place than a secret garden? It can be anywhere in the world, anywhere you wish. It can have flowers and trees or shrubs, whatever you wish, it's yours to make. When I was little, I made tiny container gardens in biscuit slash cookie tin. Just the lids very thin earth and cut some cut some grass turf or sawdust you call it in America and then put some rocks in and I, I, I could just be lost in that forever I'd pick some flowers there were tiny stones that made a path and I'd just pick some flowers maybe dandelions and daisies I'd pick them somewhere and plant them in rows beside the pathway Maybe sometimes I used another small tin as a pond. Always in my imagination, mine had fairies. Beautiful little people with gossamer wings. My fairy friends, they never bullied me. They were kind, not mean. Never made me cry. 
an Aber in England described to me the fairy she saw at the bottom of her garden and she would not be convinced otherwise. And I have never had any reason not to believe that this was not true. How do we challenge it? Many things are beyond our vision. We never slow down enough to really see what's around us. Isn't it nice to imagine little people, fairies and elves, dancing round in a circle at night? Are there fairy hills or fairy forts? All this handed down from Celtic mythology and folklore. Maybe, just maybe, my Celtic ancestry has handed down my fascination of elves, gnomes, goblins, leprechauns, sprites, trolls and pixies. Because everybody needs a little fairy dust now and then. And in the midst of our lives, we must find magic. Magic that will make our soul soar. Make your life a fairy tale. And as you rest and drift to sleep, or just relax, go to a secret garden, lift the veil of overgrowth and see all you wish to see. A place to escape, a place to tell your secrets to, a place that gives forgiveness, a place of hidden love and beauty just waiting for you. Nothing in this garden to fear. It can't be hurtful, just a few little pricks here and there, or a nettle rash. And in the big scape of things, that's a mere nuisance. No one is too old for magic. Be calm. Be one with the secret garden. And rest on calmly, quietly, and peacefully until your body wants to return to your everyday life whenever that may be morning afternoon evening or when you wake in the morning slow down and rest well